Hello, everybody on the internet. This is the PlayStation Report, episode 166? Yeah. It's 166 or 167. I'm not entirely sure how numbers work, which is why I'm going to my podcast app on my phone. And if you're on your podcast app on your phone, give us a rating or a review. This is episode 166. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. How are you? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Just taking care of a hurt dog. Yeah. Currently running on three legs, working on getting that fourth leg healed up. Mm-hmm. It'll get there. She squats funny when she has to pee and poop. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Does she squat on one leg? Yeah, she tries to <laughs> squat on one leg, but also not pissing shit on her leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. That, that that doesn't sound fun. Mm. No, it isn't. And her meds have her poop being less than solid. Oh. Yeah. Right on. It's like a thick sludge. Ugh. <laughs> <It's not laughs> uh, I hate those sorts of shits. <sighs> the thick sludge. Got mm. <laughs> to they're not. They're never fun. No, they aren't. <laughs> but you know what is fun? Playing video games. Yeah. Online with our friends, we played some online video games together. We did. Did some Red Dead Online for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Played some poker. Yeah, that's <laughs> honestly the bulk of our time was spent playing poker. Uh, Which is a lot of fun to just sit there and goof off playing poker. I didn't win anything. Mm. Yeah, I was about last round. I'm like, I got a good hand. I know I have a good hand. Everyone had better hands than me. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Uh, Just it's just a shame that like the mission we wanted to do was, I guess, limited. We couldn't have bring five players into it. Um, Yeah. And then we played some online stuff. We thought we were getting into some racing, but it turns out it just put us in a different playlist right? that wasn't racing. Yeah, and so we played this mode called Overrun, which is a neat idea. Um, it was Everyone just, else was just more experienced. Yeah, they were more experienced. They kind of had some better shit, and we just literally got Overrun. Mm-hmm. That last match was really frustrating. I actually got booted from that last match before it even finished, mm. which sucked. Um, it's a cool idea. I could see if, you know, you had two evenly matched teams, how it could be a neat time. Yeah. Um, you know, GTA Online has a lot of really goofy game modes like that. That, you know, Red Dead Redemption 2 just needs time mm-hmm. to get there. Um, it, it's cool. I think the, the beginning is so fucking frustrating because I never played it yet. And you guys were in there already, you know, doing stuff. And here I am stuck for 45 minutes doing this mission that I don't give a shit about. And it's like teaching me, like, how to play the game. And it's like, I already know how to play the fucking game. Like, let me just give it. I'm not playing Red Dead Online for the goddamn story. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Stop. Let me just make my character and move the fuck on. Like, that was absolutely annoying the worst part is when you uh you have to find the treasure it's not a hard treasure to find but i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now you're gonna make me uh first of all ride forever to this camp take out these guys then ride forever to another spot to look for something nah dude that's wait that that just sounds like red dead redemption to me (laughs) hold on yeah yeah. well here's the thing here's the thing that i had you know i the gameplay of Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, it doesn't feel the greatest, but it doesn't bother me as much as it did you. But you remove the story f- from the game and the characters, and there's not a whole lot of draw there for me. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it does, because, like, Red Dead Online, I think, has cool aspects. It was, it was I, I enjoyed myself, but it felt, like, weirdly empty. And... Maybe it's supposed to, but without the without the story and the characters, that's what drove me to play Red Dead Redemption. I'm not sure if I really want to play it, unless you know you guys are like, "Hey, let's boss you up again, just play poker, do dumb shit." You know what I mean? 
I will say as soon as I like popped into Red Dead Online when I first jumped in, like within 10 minutes, some some guy just shot me for no fucking reason. <laughs> I was just riding into town to go buy some stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Popped. Yeah. So it's that kind of community, y'all. It is. It, it was really fun. I think when we were done playing poker, something happened where we like weren't all in the same group yet or something. So yeah. we all started like shooting each other and tackling each other and, and just roping each other up and dragging. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was a fun time. I mean, it's a good time to have with friends, but it's definitely not anything that I'm going to play by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just needs a little bit more to do as well. But, you know, I made my character looking real hot. Sure did. Burt Stuffer coming in here. No fucking shirt on. And some overalls. Some hot colors. Mm-hmm. What'd you name your guy? Oh, I don't even fucking remember, man. Really? Because I, I, I made my Red Dead Online characters, like, when they launched launched it and then i never touched touch i got past the tutorial and never touched it until we played last night mm-hmm. i think i named my horse uh nut rubber fantastic exactly i loved it <laughs> yeah we also played some apex legends yeah tried to yeah, didn't go. My internet as was well. crapping out. Uh, it, uh, I don't know why, but my internet just like doesn't like to play past eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, we weren't very successful. I mean, th- we were down like the last like six squads the last two games we played, but still, it didn't really feel like it, you know. But that last match, though, I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, sure. We, we, it's uh, funny for you. <laughs> we took out a squad and we were just, you know, looting around and heard a team and one our other buddy ran ahead somehow did not see the other team at all right over the hill and and they didn't start shooting at him either. And then I'm behind you. And I'm you, looking at a different gunfight, yeah. like, happening over near a supply drop. And I look over at you, just get fucking gunned down in seconds. You were just done. I was I was done, too, after that. I got mowed down, too. But it was, it was funny from my angle. Uh, I like that game. Yeah. Anything else you've been playing this week? Um, let's see. I played some Borderlands. Okay. So I'm, uh, I did a bunch of stuff, and I'm at New Haven now, and I have a whole bunch of more stuff to do. So trucking along in that game. That game's just fun to kind of just zone out to, chill, shoot dudes in the face. Mm. Um, do some schlooting. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a good time. I mean, I like Borderlands. I like the way Borderlands plays, and it's getting me excited for three, so did more of that played more after we saw Detective Pikachu last weekend. Yeah. Which was enjoyable and very fun and cute. I really just want to hug Pikachu and just have him in my life. You know? I just want to see Mr. Mime behind bars. Yeah. (laughs) That was a funny part of the movie. I like that part. But yeah, I mean, Detective Pikachu was fun. Yeah, it was There's not a whole lot to it. But if you're a Pokemon fan, definitely go see it because it's it's a good time. But uh, after we saw that, I came home and watched, or no, yeah, put on some NBA playoffs. Oh, yeah? The Houston Rockets, Golden State Warriors, that last game there, which was very good. But I also started playing, well, I played more of the Messenger, so knocked out a few more levels. That I'm over halfway probably three quarters through the first part of the game before the game kind of changes style a little bit um so i mean these levels are really fun to go through i'm just i'm having a damn blast with this game because it just it plays really well the music's really really cool the the levels are designed really well and the boss fights i got to two boss fights at the end of each one of these levels and i was like they're not really slam your head against the wall boss fights but they're not a cakewalk either like they they have a very good balance with them where you know that first go through you're like damn it i almost had him and then you know it might take three or four more tries to get him and then 
but you know you're going to get them every time. And, and you really start to really easily understand the patterns of the boss uh, to the point where, you know, once you do it three or four times, you really just get it down. It becomes easy. But it's a fun, you know, it's very, very balanced. And yeah, I like that game a lot. That's a damn good time. I'm going to be playing a lot more of that. And then I, let's see what else have I played. After that, I played like the first 15 minutes of Undertale. I don't okay. have too much to say on that. But I, yeah, I got on Undertale a while ago and I, I'm like, I'm going to start Undertale. And I think it's it's neat so far. I will say the combat system is not what I expected it, mm-hmm. but, but it is neat. You know, it's yeah. different. Uh, so I'll be playing a lot more of that. And I think that's about all I played. Haven't played Days Gone. I got that Rage 2, but haven't been able to start it yet. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. How about you? Uh, so I played some more Apex Legends without y'all, and I I won mm-hmm. a few more games. Yeah. Um, when my internet was cooperating. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've been having quite a few decent wins in Apex, and I I'm really enjoying it. You're getting up there in level. I I guess so, but I you say that, but then I see other people like holy shit, they yeah, are like in the hundreds that's true. and that's true. Yeah. It it just. Even where I'm at, I think I'm level 18. It takes a while to level up. I mean, if you're not winning every match, but, you know, you're up at, like, what, 40? Yeah, I, I think I just hit 40. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I've been having a lot of fun with that. I also played some uh, Stardew Valley, a lot of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm watching my dog, and, you know, it's easy just to have my hand held there while, while I'm looking at my dog, making mm-hmm. sure she ain't doing shit she ain't supposed to um how's that farm it's looking good it's looking good um i'm gonna winter is coming and uh i'm gonna do some rearrangements of where i have Mm. certain buildings but yeah it's it's looking good i like it um are you enjoying it just as much the second time around you think or yeah uh mostly because i'm playing it a little bit differently i'm kind of just putting shit where it looks right and mm-hmm. instead of going for that maximum efficiency uh so it's it's definitely a different looking farm than my other one it le- it looks less like a factory and more like an actual farm yeah um but yeah that's uh, that's good uh i managed to start uh rage 2 today yeah. played like 2 hours of it how is it you know it's Kind of the same way I feel about Far Cry games. Like, oh. it's something to do. Yeah. It's literally just a <laughs> list of things to do. Yeah. And, I mean, the gunplay is neat. I haven't unlocked enough abilities for that to really matter all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, still very early on, as I said. But, Sweet. yeah, it's very much like... They were Bethesda was like, "Hey, look at what Ubisoft's doing with their games. Do you think we could make one of those?" And this definitely looks like one of those. Yeah. Well, I, you look at the last game Avalanche made or that team. Oh yeah, Just Cause Max. or yeah, no, Just Cause Three or well, no, that was a different team from Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but Mad like Mad Max was very much a like here's a big open world with a you know maybe cool gameplay hook of driving around, but it's a lot of checkboxes mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, yeah, how's, like, the movement feel? Does uh, it feel like Doom or what? It doesn't feel quite as fast as Doom, but mm-hmm. the, there might be perks and shit for me to get that might change that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I will say that the combat, uh, and it's not nec- it's not the greatest. Like I think the best work that this game does is when you're like indoors and in closed spaces, mm. because that's where they can design a good combat arena. Yeah, yeah. With the open world, it just feels like oh, there's just there's not enough e- enemy variety to make it work in in the open world. Yeah. Uh, you basically have three kinds of enemies. From you have you have enemies that charge you to do melee or explode. Uh, you have people who just stop and shoot you, and then you have people who throw grenades at you, and that's 
pretty much it. Like you have those three types, and it's not it's not all that varied. Seems like kind of another game that probably shouldn't have been open world. Yeah, like Days uh, Gone. You know, like just give me a tight 10, 15, 20 hour experience. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to get getting into it. It um, also looks like a very easy platinum. Oh really? Yeah, I I looked at the trophy list after I played a little bit today, and I'm like, oh, none of this is all that hard. It's you probably just, just got to do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there are some challenges of kill X number of enemies this way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. nothing difficult there. I mean, the game is actually pretty easy. I haven't really. Unless I've done something really dumb, like take on one of these sentry towers on foot, uh, I haven't really run into any situations where I'm actually in danger of being killed. Right. But yeah, that's that's yeah. Rage 2 so far. I guess I'll talk a little bit more. I'm hoping to get through that game as quick as possible and maybe just trade it in. Yeah. But we'll see. Right. You you bought it physically? Yeah. Or, yeah. Cause I, I wasn't entirely sure, like, if I yeah. was going to really like it. Like, mm-hmm. the first Rage wasn't great, mm-hmm. and I, I've been hearing some not-so-great things about this game. And I haven't run into too much of it. I don't necessarily give too much a shit about the humor or the dialogue or anything in this game. It's it's all I kind of roll my eyes at it a lot. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. The game looked really great. But like I said, I, I mean, I'm looking for it. Yeah, I mean, so far I only have shooting. three of the weapons, but okay. it does have a good shotgun. The shotgun yeah, yeah. is good. That's I like it. Heard. Yeah, gotta have a good shotgun. Yeah, I mean, if you're be- if you are making a game for Bethesda and you have a bad shotgun in your game, you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't even publish your game. Yeah. <laughs> it's the cornerstone of a Bethesda shooter. Yeah, a, a fucking good shotgun. Good shotgun. Can't wait for the next Elder Scrolls game to have a shotgun staff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, that's that's. I think that's pretty much it for games I've been playing. Oh uh, yeah, wait, hold on. You're right. I was about to say. I totally. You know what? I totally forgot that I beat Bloodborne. Yeah. How do you blank on that? Because it seemed like at a certain point where where I was leveled, it seemed kind of easy. Oh. It got easy once I leveled in the right direction and knew what shit meant because I watched other people play the game. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. Like, the very final boss was like, oh, I hit this guy, like, maybe a dozen, two dozen times with my big-ass sword, and he's dead. And, yeah, okay, well, I'm done now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second-to-last boss... Well, it depends what ending you're going for, but the ending I was going for, the second to last boss is actually the is the real last boss that actually feels like a challenge. Yeah. Um and that one took me maybe eight to ten tries. But yeah, the three bosses leading up to the last two bosses, I beat in like one or two attempts. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Because I have a big ass sword that staggers them, and then I hit them in the head, and they don't like it when you hit them in the head with a giant fucking sword. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I feel like you kind of plowed through that game. Yeah, I did. I, and yeah, I, I. There was a certain point in the game where I, like, holy shit, I'm getting a lot of blood echoes, and I can level a lot right now, and I did, and I ended up kind of breezing through the end of the game. Mm-hmm. How how do you feel about it in like retrospect? Like, do you do you think it's like one of the best games of the generation? Like a lot of people think, or what? Yeah, I I think it's pretty good. I I would definitely p- put it up there with some of the best games of the generation. I just don't like it as much as I liked Sekiro. Yeah, that's what I, I've. It sound sounded like it. I yeah kind of picked that up. I mean, I just thought the boss fights and like were a lot more fun in Sekiro because it was more like this one-on-one fight with another shinobi or or just another person that like has their set of moves. Mm-hmm. And like it's cool like the spectacle of fighting these giant beasts. But like a lot of them you just get in close like on their side and they can't hit you. <laughs> hit, hit them in the side or the back and they like you just try to stay planted to their side or back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
maybe I'll find that to be a common theme with the Souls games when I eventually play them. Like, oh shit, well, I guess I know how to fight dark, uh, know how to fight from software bosses up, leading up until Sekiro, which is a lot different. Yeah. Right. I tried to go back to playing a little bit of Sekiro after I beat Bloodborne, and I totally forgot how to play that game <laughs> in that, like, two weeks that I hadn't been playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's video games that I've been playing. I guess we have a short list of news this week. Um, yeah. we, did, we did talk about playing Red Dead Online. There was an update, new story missions and poker and some other things. Um, yeah, there's a story, there's a series of story missions, a land of opportunities. Um, yeah, that, that's a thing you can do. That's a thing I think we were trying to do and we couldn't yeah. bring everybody in because so we had five people. poker was just added to the game? Yeah, poker wow. was literally just added to the game. All right. Um. Interesting. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's due to come out of early come out of a whatever the early access beta or whatever they're calling it it's it's coming out of that status soon yep um so i guess it makes sense that they're starting to add a lot more into it yeah stick around and at least sticking with it see see where it goes i think in in you know about a year is when i would you know this coming november that's when i would really want to know where uh, Red Dead Online is just because GTA GTA Online is wild and wacky and Mm -hmm. really went some places you know over time yeah all right Tyler I was looking on the internet a little bit today after like I was done watching the dog and uh, I saw this headline yeah from Game Informer, Sony and Microsoft team up on tech, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening here? Um, it turns out that they're going to be working together for a streaming gaming kind of thing. Um, cloud-based stuff. Um, yeah. Yes. Weird. You think, hmm, I have an idea. This is probably because they're like, yo, fuck Google. We need to keep games... Pure and in the hands of gaming companies and not Google. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's the push. Like, from they're afraid of, oh shit, Google Stadia. We need to do something. Maybe we should, we should partner up and make sure that we're still the people make it, making money off of games. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that could definitely be it. Uh, I, I just find this interesting. Um, because a lot of it's coming from the Microsoft side that they're kind of working with. I mean, they talked about um, like Sony's semiconductors, which what is a semiconductor? Do you know what that is? It's uh, I don't have enough time to explain what that is. High level. What does it do? It's just a little man. I don't. Mm. I'm trying to remember. It's it's something on a on a chip that okay. it, it's it's just like uh, a conductor. Like a train. yeah, just let's yeah. It's it's train. like it's mm, <laughs> yeah. It's it's a guy who is a part not part time yeah. train conductor, and you mm. know it's yeah. But they'll be using like Microsoft's Azure AI and the cloud center mm-hmm. and all that stuff that Microsoft. It's has. just a little piece of hardware that goes on to another piece of hardware. You know. Okay. It's, there we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, they definitely got out there both with their own statements saying how great the other one is and how excited they are for this partnership to, uh, you know, innovate and, you know, delight gamers and all sorts of stuff. I'm interested to see where it goes because, I mean, this doesn't mean to me that, you know, we're start going to start seeing fucking Halo on PlayStation, which... Who knows? White Microsoft's going. Maybe we will see that, or like The Last of Us. Well, on just Xbox yeah, play. Xbox Live is coming to PlayStation. Yeah, who knows? Who fuck knows? Um, honestly, that probably should happen. But you know, I don't think that's going to happen. But at least those two, these two, kind of working together, and maybe solve some some issues as the industry definitely evolves more into a cloud and streaming industry potentially. 
over the next generation, um, I think it could be a nice step, you know, because, yeah, I wonder with Sony, I mean, I know they do have PlayStation Now and Gaikai, but I, I don't, I feel like they don't have the, the capabilities as a Microsoft or a Google for this stuff. So this mm-hmm. could be a really great partnership for them, especially. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they can't do any of this stuff, but they just don't make as much money or as as big as a Microsoft or Google. Yeah. You know, they don't have the resources. They don't have the global reach. Uh, right. Like they don't have like the servers set up like you see Google has all their stuff set up around. And yeah. of course, Microsoft is also a big global product. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, cloud and streaming will be a big part of both of their uh, strategies next generation. So what I'm g- kind of interested in is how they might differ at all. You know, are they going to feel very similar? Mm-hmm. Imagine they might. Boxes kind of feel similar outside of the games. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. It's interesting. It's an interesting headline when you go on a on a video game website and see that Sony and Microsoft team up on tech. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of an interesting thing to see. Yeah. All these partnerships making me feel weird, but I like <laughs> kind of like them. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's just weird to see, you know, you know, growing up playing video games, it was such like a walled uh, ecosystem you know, from box to box sort of thing. And now some walls are being broken. Now we got cross play and Xbox and Nintendo or friends putting games on each other's systems. Well, sort of, yeah, you know, just stuff like that. It's just interesting to see. I think it can only benefit gaming as a whole. Yeah. I guess we'll see more evidence of that over the next year or more. Um, Next up, we have some Ubi, a block of Ubisoft news. Um, Skull and Bones, guess what? We ain't playing it till next year. It nope. got delayed yet again till at least after March 2020. I really wonder if this game has to be maybe not in trouble, but I, maybe they it took them a lot longer to find the hook mm-hmm. or something until. It was like, oh shit, we're we're scheduled to have this game out. This game was supposed to come out fall 2018, and now it's being pushed beyond March of 2020. So, you know, I think development might have been a little bit rockier than anticipated. Them them seas a little choppy, mm-hmm. or maybe they're like, uh, what's the point in putting it out now when we have next gen consoles coming and we can maybe, yeah, who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, I mean, is Skull and Bones a game that interests you at all? Yeah, absolutely. I love the uh, I love the Black Flag pirate stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ubisoft does good uh, ship combat. Yeah, it's you know, fun. Uh, enjoyed it in Assassin's Creed titles. Yeah, I I'm just curious, like, what is the hook with a game solely based around all of that? Right. Um, yeah. Originally, I thought. I might be wrong on this, but I thought there wasn't going to be a story mode for this game. Or if they did, it was going to be kind of light. Like, it was mostly like a multiplayer yeah. cooperative title. And I just, I think that's a little bit of a missed opportunity. You know, yeah. having some sort of maybe co-op element or, um, you know, some sort of story could be very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, sticking with Ubisoft here, I switched the order around on these. Uh, we're talking about some sales numbers, Rainbow Six Siege and the Division 2. Uh, so far, Ra- Rainbow Six Siege has pulled in a billion dollars for Ubisoft. Wow. I never would have guessed that when the game launched. <laughs> but they really turned it around with that one where... Has a very I mean, if you look base. at the way they keep selling stuff for that, yeah. I mean, the people who keep up with that game are paying a lot of money to keep up with that game. They are. They are. Definitely. Multiple season passes and crazy cosmetics events all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. That, uh, it's easy to see now how it rakes in a lot of money, but that game did not launch, you know, in the most smooth state. Mm-hmm. Um, past year, though, was Ubisoft was Ubisoft's most uh, was 
their greatest year financially, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Two point two seven. They fight billion. off Vivendi and come out on top. Exactly. This line here makes me a little sad. Far Cry Five is the biggest selling game for Ubisoft's current generation titles. Uh, oh, they have so many better games than that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it makes me so sad. Because to me, that, you know, I, the Far Cry formula has grown kind of thin. But that being their, like, one of their best selling titles makes me sad. You know, because it it doesn't give them a reason to really want change that that franchise that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, also, in this report, the Division 2 isn't meeting their initial sales expectations, at least on consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I say about expectations? Maybe, you know, you should temper your expectations if you yeah. keep not making making them. Um, yeah. But, but we'll see. Uh, I... I I know a lot of people who are very happy with the division two and are excited for stuff to be coming soon. Yeah, I, I, it kind of shocks me in a way that the division two hasn't sold as well as they wanted to. One, I mean, the division one sold really well. I know a lot of people sort of kind of felt burned by it um, as they went through it, but two's been a very great critical success you know it's had a lot of great buzz around it they've done a lot of things right this kind of surprises me a little bit Mm -hmm. i mean i wonder how far off the market is for them though yeah you know i don't know like did it fall just short is it off by 12 million copies (laughs) what and honestly division the division two is going to be around for a while yeah so they have time to make that up yeah the, the way they've been supporting it has been pretty great so far. Mm-hmm. And I think the raid just dropped today, I believe. Yeah, uh, I also I saw another story that there isn't matchmaking for it, but no. it, depending on like the complexity, you might not want to matchmake yeah, for that. Exactly. It's, At it's least not eight, until more people are familiar with it. Yeah, and it's an eight-player raid. I just cannot imagine that. Yeah. So... Uh, uh, finishing off this Ubisoft block, we have some news about what's happening between now and March 2020. Yeah. Three unannounced games are coming out. Oh. Unannounced. Unannounced. That doesn't include that Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Correct. Which has been announced. Three unannounced. One of them's a Just Dance. <laughs> yeah. One of them's Watch Dogs. Uh-huh. What's the other one? Oh, man. Um, Marion Rabbids. Sequel. Maybe. Um, I, it's definitely not Beyond Good and Evil 2. I don't, I don't see that game Well, that's announced. Out. It just doesn't have a date. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, there was a whole leak about a Splinter Cell game. Someone said they're working on a Splinter Cell game. Then Ubisoft's like, nah, we're not working on a Splinter Cell game. I don't know, man. Maybe they're... I don't know. Maybe they are working on it. I don't think that's between now and March 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do they have any... Oh, wait, no. These are all coming between January and March. Oh, wait, no. Is that... Are they just talking about January January. this year? No. No. Yeah, I don't know. Are these all going to come out within three months? Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's some strange wording. Wow. I don't know. I definitely, yeah, definitely Watch Dogs, though. That's absolutely mm-hmm. happening. But, you know, just The Watch Crew Dogs, 3? <laughs> I don't know about the Crew 3. <laughs> um, does Watch Dogs, though, not come out this this fall if you have Ghost Recon? Those are two very big games to launch. Well, if, what, if the wording of this is true, it comes out early next year. Maybe, which could be a great time yeah. for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know Ubisoft. You know, you know. Sometimes they publish some smaller titles. Some Child of Light titles. Too. That would be cool. Yeah, you know, like there's that Transcendence game they put out, the Star Trek game, that Eagle Flying game, Eagle Flight, or yeah. um, 
So I could see, you know, something like that coming out. Steep 2. Falcon Age. What is that? I'm trying to remember the name of that game now. Is it Falcon Age? No, not Falcon Age. I think it's actually called Eagle's Flight or something. Eagle Flight? Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, yeah. I guess we'll probably know around E3. I mean, it's coming. It's, Dude, it's God, less than a fuck month. This. It's fuck less this. than a month, man. Fuck it all, <laughs> man. I'm not ready. Oh. Shit. All right. Uh, some more games coming uh, later this year. Wolfenstein Youngblood. And it's interesting to see here that they are working with Arcane to borrow some of Dishonored's open-ended structure to implement in Wolfenstein Youngblood. I was very excited when I saw this because I like those Dishonored games and the way their levels are structured. And I like killing Nazis, which, I, you know what, if you give me multiple different ways to approach a level and kill Nazis, I think that's that's a good thing. Yeah. In, in the past... Wolfenstein games have almost been there, you know, of like they give you a big space that maybe you can go through it in different ways, but nothing on the size of a Dishonored. So I agree with you. Mm -hmm. That excites me a lot. I I love the Dishonored games. I mean, those are very underrated games. Even Prey, you know, Prey kind of had the same sort of feel. Um, I, I love that this, you know, with the Dishonored games, they just had these gigantic levels that they were kind of like mini open worlds and there's there was so much you could do in them and so many different ways you could go about doing everything that i think applying that to wolfenstein is very smart i think the two can go together pretty well yeah and this is coming relatively soon july 26th yep um yeah i'm excited for that i i imagine that's probably gonna open bethesda's open or close bethesda's presentation i can see that um, yeah. I think you close it with Doom. Yeah. I mean, but then again, they opened it with Doom that True. one year. True. But then they had Fallout to close yeah. with. I think Doom's such a banger that, god damn, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that game. Yeah. Um, you know, if at the beginning of the year you told me Metro Exodus was going to probably be the best post-apocalyptic game to come out this year I would have doubted you <laughs> but it's after hearing about Days Gone and then playing a little bit of Rage 2 I think that might be the case and there's going to be more Metro Exodus yeah. coming two more episodes being released which are going to be a part of their expansion pass um, so one of them is coming later this year yep this summer it's called The Two Colonels, and then another one called Sam's Story coming early 2020. Yeah. Seems cool. I might go back to playing Metro once those are out. You can get an expansion pass for $25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and depending on how big that is, that might be a good deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's all the news. Unless you found something, like, last minute. No. I mean, we were kind of talking before we started recording. It just feels strangely quiet before E3. Yeah. Right now. Uh, Which could be telling. Yeah. You know, it's kind of been a... You know, I think there's definitely been some good games this year, but nothing like the past few years. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's yeah. kind of moving on. They don't want to quite announce anything yet, or... They can't announce things that are coming for the next generation yeah. yet because you can't just say that. Yeah. I mean, I can see this kind of continuing most of the year. But who knows? I mean, that Microsoft conference is supposed to have a lot of hype behind it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We shall and in less than a fucking month because, yes. you know, time is yes. always running. Yep. Uh, oh, should I just close that out? I just closed out the games that released this week. Could you get us started while I, I find that again? Let's go into the games that have been released this week. Um, yeah, definitely a longer list than the past few weeks. Bartender VR Simulator. Oh, fantastic. 
Yeah, Bartender VR Simulator offers a unique combination of a simulator bartending course and incredible immersive VR game. Okay, that's just worded weird. Prove yourself and win the opportunity to train and work in the next location. Master more and more demanding drinks as you progress to new unique bars, all served in a super realistic quality. Great. Just great. <laughs> I mean... Oh my goodness. What? Sure. What is this? You know, Tyler... What? <laughs> This shouldn't exist, but Bubsy Paul's on Fire is out this week. Oh, boy. From the developers of the BitTrip series comes the latest and greatest in bobcat-based gaming. Oinker P. Ham is determined (laughs) to capture every animal in the universe for his amazutorium. Bubsy, fearing mostly for himself, is just determined to stop him. No matter who emerges victorious, there's going to be a whole lot of yarn along the way. No one asks for this. Next up is Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Castle or Konami? Wow, Konami. Konami's Castlevania Anniversary Collection traces the origin of the historic vampire franchise. Released as part of Konami's 50th anniversary celebration, relive these timeless classics to help define the platformer's genre. From the Belmont clan to the extended bloodlines of and allies, the Castlevania Anniversary Collection is the best first step for anyone to take into the world of Castlevania and fight against Dracula. Konami just trying to print money. They are. I read something that they had one of their most profitable years ever, and they've... Because they're spending nothing and just shipping shit out. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. All right. Well, we can probably not expect them to make a game no. for a long time. Uh, next up is Darkwood on PlayStation 4. Pretty creepy art here. Yeah. Darkwood is a challenging survival horror game without jump scares. Craft weapons and fortify hideouts in the eerie forest by day. Then wait and pray for the sun to come up the next morning. Wade through the grueling, bizarre world of Darkwood and delve into its its creepiest secrets before it destroys your body and consumes your mind. All right. I don't know if that's something that I want to experience. Uh, Devious Dungeon 2. PS4 and Vita cross by. The castle's ever-shifting halls are filled with deadly monsters. Treacherous traps have claimed the lives of many adventurers. It is rumored that the castle contains treasures beyond imagination. However, it is also the domain of the summoner, and he does not look kindly upon uninvited guests. Get out. Hmm. You're not welcome here. Oh, boy. Next up, we have Feudal Alloy on PlayStation 4. Atu is an ordinary fish-controlled farmer robot who lives in a small cottage in sunflower fields. He had been living a simple but pleasant life until a bunch of outlaws attacked the village, stole their oil supplies, and burnt his house. Fortunately, he managed to grab his old sword and fled into the woods. Next up is Figment. A musical action adventure set in the recess of the human mind. Welcome to the world of Figment, a strange and surreal world. What? A strange and surreal world, a place filled with our deepest thoughts, urges, and memories, populated by the many voices we hear in our heads. Join Dusty and Piper on an adventure through the different sides of the mind. Mm. We have another re-release this week, Guilty Gear, out on PlayStation 4. First released in 1998, the legendary 2D fighting game Guilty Gear is back. Unleash furious attack attack chains with speedy as ever Gatling combination. Destroy your opponent and and conclude the match immediately with the Sakai and more. Who? Except it's the Padre. Uh, on PS4. Unravel the mystery of a missing cardinal by solving the riddle of a demonic power you did not expect to encounter. Face your inner demons and fight 
the power of evil while it seduces your soul. Play as the wittiest pop culture referencing priest in the video in video game history. Wow. Okay. And face the ultimate game over. If you make the angels cry, you a river. That was the punctuation there. Very off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next, I've heard some decent things about a plague tale, Innocence. Follow the grim tale of young siblings, Amicia and Hugo, in a heart, heart-rending journey through the darkest hours of history that, you know, that... That word does not look right written down. Hmm. Heart-rending? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Hunted by Inquisition soldiers and surrounded by unstoppable swarms of rats, they must struggle to survive against overwhelming odds and find purpose in this brutal, unforgiving world. Yeah, this game looks interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, Quar. Infernal Machines. On PSVR. <laughs> Not Guar. I wish it was Guar. Um, Quar Infernal Machines is a turn-based strategy game set in the world of Alwind. Command cavalry to sweep the enemy's flanks. Your soldier, your soldiers are armed with weapons, ra- ranging from the humble rifle to the heavy automatic shotguns. Rely on your officers to keep up your troops' morale. And to call in deadly airstrikes. Um, Rage 2 is out this week um, on PlayStation 4. Rage 2 delivers a carnival of carnage where you can go anywhere, shoot anything, and explode everything. Ruthless and bloodthirsty gangs roam the open roads, and the tyrannical authority seeks to rule with an iron fist. Dive headfirst into a dystopian world of... Dystopian world, devoid of society, law, and order. It's not that exciting. It's not as exciting as they their marketing has made it yeah. seem. It's it's actually a pretty tame game. It does, f- however, it falls. It it's a tame game, and it falls into the tropes you'd expect a game like this to fall into. Mm. Darn. Uh, next up, another re-release: Sniper Elite V2 Remastered. Uh, in the dark days of the end of World War II, amidst the ruins of Berlin, one bullet can change history. Elite sniper Carl Fairbairn returns to the front line in the remaster of this award-winning stealth action experience, packed with new features, contemporary visuals, and definitive content. Mm. And wrapping up this week is Undead Horde on PlayStation 4. Become a necromancer and raise the dead. Undead Horde is an action RPG and an RTS in an undead package. Command, lead, raise, loot, and fight your way through the lands of the living with your horde. Ultimately, claim back the kingdom for the Undead Horde. Alrighty. Yeah. I'd say Rage 2 is definitely the big game of the week. Mm-hmm. Best one, who knows? Yeah, check out A Plague Tale's Innocence because that game seems neat. There's a Detective Pikachu original soundtrack. Yeah. They used that Pokemon theme a few times, Mm -hmm. and every time it was awesome. Yeah. From it kind of in the background, a more orchestrated version, to uh, Pikachu doing its thing. I don't really want to say because it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I think that's pretty much it for this week. Tyler, what do you plan on playing between now and next week? Um, so Rage 2 and whatever else. Mm. Get around to doing some stuff. Probably, I, I kind of want to knock out Borderlands, finish it. Maybe we should try playing Borderlands again if they fix that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of want to just get that done. And... Um, I am so close to finishing The Division 2 as well, so I should probably do some of that. Yeah, and I also plan on watching John Wick Chapter 2. Did you watch the first one? I did. What'd you yes. think about it? I fucking loved it. Yeah. It such a good movie. I really was trying to watch both of them this week. I just wasn't able to get around to it, so uh, probably next weekend is when I'm, I'll hope to go see John Wick 3. Yeah. Maybe I'll double up. 
see that in something else. Mm. But uh, yeah, that, dude, that movie's great. My favorite part of the whole movie is the whole like nightclub stuff. Oh my god! Just if you're an action movie fan, you haven't seen John Wick. You have to. I knew I would enjoy that movie. These yeah. movies, and I very much did. And and I love how like just kind of goofy the movie is, but yet it's so like serious. But it knows that you mm-hmm. know it's it's really and it's got some really cool characters. Yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm excited for second. yeah yeah I'm I, I'm excited for John Wick three. It's yeah, it's probably honestly outside of uh, Avengers Endgame, it it was probably my most anticipated movie for this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll definitely be seeing that. Yeah, here soon. Because I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I'm probably going to be playing some more Rage Two. May probably you know I might try to just blast through it so I can trade it in max value. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe just trade toward a pre-order of Wolfenstein or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that and Apex Legends, man. I'm I'm still on my shit with Apex. <laughs> Fucking love it. And I might try to get people together for some more Red Dead Online. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little bit curious. But also, yeah. people have been re-downloading GTA Five, so who knows? We might be doing GTA Online instead. I'm, I'm pretty sure I have GTA Five downloaded. So either way, I need. I just I mean, probably I'm, need to up ping it for an update. And the thing, I, there's two things I want to do in GTA Five, um, besides just dicking off. I, one, those races they added that are like just completely absurd. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like Hot Wheels looking shit. Yeah, I really want to do those. Okay, and then that one game mode i forget what it's called um it's like every bullet counts or something okay like you have only a few bullets but it's like a one hit kill and someone's hunting down everybody else oh my god that looks fun um and then golfing yeah yeah because golfing is great why not if i remember correctly my character in gta 5 i think you and i made sort of similar characters like we have like suits on we look like hard ass yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a screenshot. It's been a long it time, but yeah, we'll have to find pretty out. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. Uh, if you need to get in contact with us, you can do that via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail dot com or via email or via Twitter. I just said email. Now it's Twitter time <laughs> yeah. at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. We would really appreciate all of that. If you need to find me, you can do that at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, it has been a pleasure. It has. And everyone out there, until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and... Bing, bang, boop.